Hello, I'm Curtis Bowers, and this is Agenda Weekly. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I really appreciate it. I can't believe next Tuesday are the midterms. We've been waiting a long time, and it'll be interesting to see if we still have free and fair elections or not. We do have a lot of great candidates running coast to coast, and most of them are leading in the polls. So if they are free and fair, it'll be neat to see if we can really get the majority in the House and the Senate and start to really try to push back against this globalist agenda. I thought, found it interesting that a whistleblower from the FBI, um, they exposed what was considered a crime by the FBI. And here's a couple of things they said in these internal memos that went around. Disinformation, but here's their definition. False or inaccurate information intended to mislead others. Disinformation campaigns on social media are used to deliberately confuse, trick, or upset the public. <laughs> upset. Well, you didn't, you said Biden wasn't a nice man, and that upsets me. That is such a broad definition. And they're, of course, the ones to define what is false. And as we've seen over the last 40 years, <laughs> they're always wrong. <laughs> and then misinformation, it says false or misleading information spread mistakenly or unintentionally. They consider that to be a crime as well. So we're entering a brave new world where the FBI is focused instead on of drug cartels and, and crime syndicates. They're, they're focused on social media accounts, convicting them of crimes. It was It's crazy, the definitions. Anyway, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Keep praying and acting to, to encourage family and friends to be voting, print up a little voter guide for them if they need it, if they're not educated on who to vote for in your area. That's a great thing you can do and just spread around in your circles of influence. But we really need to be serious about this because so much is on the line. I also want to encourage those of you that are subscribers. First of all, thank you for being a subscriber. But I wanted to encourage you to consider going to our website and paying yearly by check. The reason being is PayPal and a lot of these other credit card companies, one, they are taking a huge percentage. They take over 10% of all our revenue every single month. But also, I think it's just a matter of time until we start getting canceled like everybody else is. And if people are paying by check, then we can still connect with them and stay in touch. But that's something to consider. I know everyone's busy and has things to do, but today, the episodes on the battle of our lives, good versus evil. I'm going to go into some of the globalist cabal, their real goals, what they are. And, and when you see them, it starts to make sense how we've gotten to where we are. You know, what's really going on behind the drag queen and the transgender movement? We're going to dig into that because it fits right into the globalist cabal's plan of enslaving the planet. It's interesting to me, the more I study it, I see the globalist, they know God's ways lead to freedom. And that is why they are so adamant to have this war against God, his principles, Christianity, because they know if we go that direction, we will be free and they won't be able to enslave us and they want slaves. And so that's why they are so adamantly pushing these things to make us immoral people. So the fabric is unraveling and the society and the institutions are collapsing. 
And anyway, that's where we are today. But that's some of the things we're going to talk about. And I think it'll help you see the big picture in a different way. But thank you again so much for joining me. Those that aren't subscribers, please consider going to agendaweekly.com and subscribe there to be part of what we do. And starting out, I want to talk for a minute about what's going on right now in Brazil. Um, the world is going one way or the other right now, just this key battle of good versus evil. Bolsonaro, who has been the current president and loved by the people, I don't know if you've seen his rallies at all. You know how Trump has 40, 50,000 his rallies. Bolsonaro has had hundreds of thousands at his rallies. People have loved what he has done during his time as president to the country to make it more freer, to make it safer, to make it a better place to be. In the elections, Lula was the, the person running against him who is a communist. He's a criminal. He just got out of prison to run for president because of all the crimes he committed while he was president in the past. And they're at a just a breaking point right now. The globalists need Brazil to be able to get America and continue this march toward world government. Brazil has so many resources that China wants to take control of, and that's why they need this. It's so important. But here's what's happened is they had an election just like our 2020 election, and supposedly Lula, the communist, beat out this beloved President Bolsonaro. And so if you look at all the down ballot people running and everything, Bolsonaro's party, the conservative party, they won in a landslide in most of the areas, but they lost the presidency. <laughs> it's just like what happened in America. And so it, they are right now, because of that, they're much more wanting freedom than we do. They are rising up. There's over 10 million people right now in the streets saying, no, we will not accept the election results. They have, again, the same system we do. It's all electronic voting. They don't even get a receipt that they voted in their system. You just go vote, it tallies it, and then they tell you who won. So there's no record of it. But again, supposedly he lost. Be praying about Brazil specifically because this is vital that they're able to expose the corruption in this election where Bolsonaro can stay in, in power. I've got a video below that goes into detail from someone that lives in Brazil. It's really interesting and important. He said, we want to go back to God and faith and family, and they want to take us into a communist future so they can pillage all the resources of our country. And the people say no. And he said the military and the police are with the people. So it's a, it's a huge story, but it's so vital what happens there. I mean, it, it's exactly what we've gone through over the last couple of years. The problem is if they get these election machines worldwide, where they are in total control of all the elections, then of course there's no chance of winning again. And that's why I think this all ties into also January 6th. That's why they've had to make such a big deal out of that. What was the big deal? You did not accept the election results. That is a crime. That in itself is insurrection. That's the narrative they're trying to paint. So you're going to see our media saying the Brazilian people are trying to have insurrection like America did. No, we just want a free and fair election that's transparent, that we know for sure 
the votes were counted properly and the right person won the office. Um, I've also got another video below, Drop and Roll, just a short three-minute video that shows in our election some of the exact details of the, of the strategy they used, and it's exactly what they just did in Brazil, where the one guy's leading tremendously, and then in the middle of the night, boom, the drop of all these votes for one candidate like Biden, and then the role is then they have the computer system have all the algorithms give 55% to Biden and 45% to Trump of all the new votes that come in. And we can see that on the sheets from the computer systems, the exact percentage, all the batches that came in after they dumped, you know, hundreds of thousands of votes for one candidate or the other, and then took to equalize it out. Um, then they just do that to all the rest of the batches. Anyway, watch that little video and share it. It's very powerful. But Brazil is key. If China is able to set up a base there and take total control of that country like they're doing right now, but we need to stop them. And Bolsonaro wants America there with them because he said, we are like-minded, but we're desperate for money because we're a poor country because we're not as developed. And China is coming in and buying up all of our infrastructure and wanting to take total control of us. And we don't want that. But the communists, Lula, is wanting that. And he's been the one that's been funding the communist revolutions all through Central and South America. And that video talks about that, too. You need to see that. But anyway, those are key things to know about. I've studied a lot of different things this week, and I've got a whole lot of notes that I took of things I want to convey to you. And I'm trying to put them all together in my mind to help you understand the broad nature of this battle of good and evil, how it's infiltrated and penetrated almost everything. But in starting out, I just wanted to go into, you know, the globalist cabal, the, the, the people, the elites that feel they are special. They are outside of the system. We are all the common folk that they want to rule and control. They want a world government so they can easily control all of us. And as you study this, it started back in the 1600s. A lot of people say the year that really started in earnest was 1666. But it was a movement for world government. And it's been around since the Tower of Babel. But that's when they started to realize the world was starting to come more together as people were traveling around the world in ships and things and being more connected through trade. And they sell it, of course, as world peace and harmony. But their papers show, the globalists, the elites show, they talk about having a slave planet. They talk about, no, we will have all human beings as our slaves. It's a top-down, total control, dark, demonic, totalitarian thing. But see, what's happened in the last 30 years, the technology has started to make such advances. They realize, okay, this goal is going to be attainable much sooner than we thought because technology is going to help us with our ambitions. But here's the great thing is the uprising against it is also growing rapidly. Um, we're just in a pivotal moment in, in world history. Nothing like this has ever happened before. The final battle is raging all around us and it's going to be freedom or slavery. That's always the result. And God's ways lead to freedom, and any other way leads to slavery. And that, that's the battle we're in right now. 
Now, the globalist, you know, they have all these secret societies, and I'm going to have a man on in a few weeks that's going to dig into those. He's an expert on secret societies, where they came from, but what they're still doing today. A lot of people think the secret societies are things of the past. They're not. Um, but we'll get more into that in the weeks to come. But the globalist have always looked for ways to have hidden knowledge, secret things. The occult, the word occult itself really means hidden. Something is hidden. That's why they have the secret societies, but they have this hidden knowledge. And what they have studied so intently for the last several hundred years is how to psychologically manipulate people to get them to voluntarily do what you want them to do. They want to exploit mankind's ignorance, and that's what they're doing. So the end goal, though, is slavery of every human. The globalists are occultists, not only in that they like that things which are hidden and all that, but it is a satanic, dark thing, and I'll get into more details about that. It's not just powerful men that want to control. It's evil, satanic men that want to control. Um, as we know, Karl Marx was a Satanist, but so many of these people are. So many of these secret little groups, that's what they do in their rituals. It's satanic rituals. It's trying to, to summon the blessing of Satan on what they are doing. And Satan does want to rule the world in a one world government. So he has found these useful idiots that yes, he will give them fame and power, which he has the power to do. But in return, they must serve him and use that power to implement the world that he wants. Now, um, we're now under very covert slavery. Okay, th that's what the system has been. Just use manipulation, use influence, use everything we can, all the institutions of influence, to just manipulate the people to do what we want them to do. So there are slaves and, and, you know, and there's this implied threat of violence against them. They know, you know, if they don't comply with what we've said, you know, the SWAT team could show up at their door. So we have them in fear. We're in control, but it's, it's more hidden. Everybody doesn't realize that, but everybody knows something is going on. Well, they're wanting to proceed in the near future to overt form of slavery. And in the occult world that they are in, and they are deep, deeply involved with, they call it the externalization of the hierarchy. They, they want to externalize it. You can see it then, the hierarchy of power that's over the people. And the power is beginning to externalize worldwide. We see that. They want to eliminate man's free will by using algorithms and manipulation technology and, and now progressing into microchips to control all actions they want to program us as Yuval harari has talked about and we've talked about they want to implant those computer chips so they can make us do exactly what they want they want to be like god and so some are still wanting to use the covert strategy there's definitely a resistance in the movement all globalists are not on the same page they have the same end game in mind but some are wanting to still be covert others want to go for the overt um, but technology is making them feel very confident the overt group 
like the Justin Trudeau's, as we see his totalitarian nature just coming out. I mean, just complete control, censoring anyone that disagrees with him in everything, where he is in absolute control. They really want to come out and be able to say this. We are your masters. You are our slaves. If you don't obey our every command, we will send our military to eliminate you. That's the end game. That's what they want to be able to say, to show they have the power. They know they have a lot of power, but they want you to know it for sure that you are their slave. There's some kind of sick, satanic fulfillment in completely controlling God's creations and feeling like you are God in that position. And that's where they want to go. It's satanic um, because it's absolute godlike power they, they are seeking. They feel that the world has been dumbed down to this point and they're ready to do as they are told. I think COVID, one of the main points of COVID was to create a crisis. Always, they love crises so they can gain more power and control, but it was a test. I think they wanted to see how far can we push this when we don't have the authority to? How far can we push lockdowns? Can we tell people you must close your businesses indefinitely? You must close your churches indefinitely. Will they obey or not? We, we have no authority to tell them that, but will they just do it if we act like we do? Well, what did we find out? Yeah, most people will just do exactly as they are told. The mask. You have to have a mask on no matter where you go, even though, again, the science shows it doesn't do anything. But it was, it was a symbol of submission. And as they looked around and most people were doing that, they realized, okay, we have way more power than we realize we have. And the shots, you have to take the shot of your fire. Well, that's, that's crazy. They have no authority to demand that for any reason, but they did. And most people went along. And so anyway, that is the battle. It is a spiritual battle and they know that. That's what I think is one of the key things we need to understand. They know it's a spiritual battle. They want to use technology to create humans that have no souls. That They want to eliminate the spiritual from the world they're trying to control. That's what the whole transhumanist agenda is about. Eternal life without Jesus, which means man does not have a soul anymore. Man is not made in the image of God. Man is our creation and we control him and we can make him live forever by technology, you know, downloading his brain into the matrix. Well, it's crazy. In Ephesians 6 out of the Bible, it says this, and this fits right into this, and they know this is true. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Therefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. That's our job. We're in the evil day. Okay, it's a darkness of this world we're up against and spiritual wickedness in high places. That's why this cabal is satanic. It's not man trying to control man. It's Satan trying to destroy everything that God created and make sure it is not operating the way he told us to operate it. And so 
that's we have to know that otherwise it, we're, we're seeing things in such a limited manner and these again these elites and globalists that have all these sacrifices and things which i'll talk about in more in detail and get to more in the future they know that's what it is they know who provides them their power their wealth their fame and so we can't be ignorant of that the problem is god's told us that hey it's a spiritual battle it's against spiritual wickedness in high places and we're like oh yeah okay i know that but we forget it because our life is so nice in america when you go outside and look at the flowers and the trees you you start to forget the battle we're in and how serious it is the globalists are satanists that are involved in dark evil practices to get satan's blessing on what they do satan has the power to give them that like i told you that's why most of the rich and famous of the world this is so key um that's why they have that because they're his <laughs> he gave that to him because he, he knew they would use that the way he wanted them to they had a lust for power and he said that's the kind of person i'm going to use and he, so he gave they blessed them it's not really a blessing when it comes from satan it's damning them to hell forever because their wealth will make it hard for them to ever feel they need something outside of themselves so they're on the road to hell but but that's the illusion the road the globalists must take us down to achieve their goals is horrific. That's what they need to do to us in the world. Their stated goal is to eliminate over 7 billion people. And I know I've told you that before, you've heard it, you know, commandment number one for the 21st century, maintain the Earth's population below 500 million. That means over 7 billion need to go. Well, when the most powerful people in the world that are controlling almost everything say that, that's, you know, crazy, <laughs> that that's scary. But that's why it may it's consistent, though, with what we see around us. That's why they love war. You think, why are they always pushing for war and disease and famine and abortion and everything? That's why it's all part of the plan. And of course, that's a satanic plan. Satan loves to destroy every human being possible because we're made in the image of God. And that's why they do as well. They love the, the famines that wipe out the minorities of the world in Africa and everywhere. They love it. It's not a, a, a traumatic thing like to us. It's like, oh, it makes me sick. What, what can we do to help them? It's like, oh, good. Getting rid of more of these useless eaters, as they would call them. The goal is to have a few hundred million slaves that are unhealthy um, so they can control them and profit from them with the, with the big pharma that are dumbed down. Um, dumb people are just easy to control when you've just been dumbed down. And that's why the educational system doesn't educate our young people purposefully. They don't want sharp young people because sharp young pe people are hard to control. And then, of course, technologically, they want everybody to be able to be controlled by the things they're going to start pushing on us first universal ids digital passports digital currency but then it will get into no you have to have some kind of technology inside of your body so we can keep track of where you are and keep you safe now i want you to watch this little clip for a minute here this is pretty sobering they 
want us to live in cities like this. This little clip shows you, of course, they're talking about it as, as, as if it's heaven on earth. But w watch this clip here. This is the future for all mankind. For too long, humanity has existed within dysfunctional and polluted cities that ignore nature. Now, a revolution in civilization is taking place. Imagine a traditional city and consolidating its footprint, designing to protect and enhance nature. The line will be home to 9 million residents and will be built with a footprint of just 34 square kilometers. And we are designing it to provide a healthier, more sustainable quality of life. The line's communities are organized in three dimensions. Residents have access to all their daily needs within five-minute walk neighborhoods. And the line's infrastructure makes it possible to travel end-to-end -end in 20 minutes with no need for cars, resulting in zero carbon emissions. By leveraging AI technology, services are autonomous, saving you time and effort. Designed by world-leading architects, the line is 500 meters tall, 200 meters wide, 170 kilometers long, and housed within an elegant mirror glass facade. Can you imagine all the people in the world living like that in a little walled city that's completely closed in? There's no outside interaction, so we don't touch the planet. And, and the, the numbers they say can live in that little walled system is unbelievable. Of course, they made it look like it's luxurious and wonderful. It's not going to be. It's going to be slums with the stench of poverty, filth, and violence everywhere. But you're trapped inside those walls. And you, you see the outside of the walls, they're just mirrors. So the elites, when they're outside enjoying God's creation, when they look, it's just a mirror of the creation. They won't even see any of us there. It's like we don't exist anymore. And we're trapped in those walled cities. That's their vision. They, they gave it to us right there. And they're trying to sell it to us as if this is wonderful. Can you imagine how trapped that is? It's a prison is what it is. It's just a prison. And it won't look anything like they made it look there the gardens and the recreational facilities and stuff it'll be cages inside there and anyway that's the direction they want to take us now recently everyone has noticed this drag queen phenomena just going nuts all over the country and the down at five-year-olds parents are taking children to these things i'm sure you've seen the videos from tucker carlson and other people that's there and then of course the transgender movie that just came out of nowhere they will not take no for an answer you will allow your children to be mutilated or you're going to prison i mean it's just whatever we convince your child to do they will do behind your back and if you try to stop them like they're trying to pass a law in Virginia right now, it is a felony. <laughs> well, again, as I mentioned before, they're into those two things because they're satanic, and Satan hates the innocence of children. It is his ultimate goal to defile the children before they are adults. It's key. Do you understand? Everyone is defiled by five or six years old, completely defiled. Well, they have no conscience left because they've been so 
exposed to evil and told it is good, the confusion there where there's never any right and wrong ever again, then Satan's work is done. In a society that has no innocence, no purity, no one protecting the undefiled, it's going to evolve into a barbaric, violent, immoral place where there is no restraint because no one believes in right and wrong, which is necessary for a civilization to continue. But that's the goal. When there is no innocence or purity left, there will be no one trying to defend it because there's everyone is bought into the lie. Well, what have they bought into? Here's the lie they bought into. Do you know what the church of Satan, do you know what their commandment is? They just have one. Do what thou wilt. Aleister Crowley in 1904 is the one that penned that. This is the commandment of the satanic church. Do what thou wilt. That's what they're trying to create. Because they know in creating that, the immorality will stop people from having the ability to be free, and then they will have to rise up and totally control everyone. They know God's ways lead to freedom and their ways lead to slavery. And they want slaves. That's why they push these things. Now, you know the LGBTQIA+. Do you know what the plus stands for? A lot of people don't know that. It stands for pedophilia, the molesting of children. And as you study these globalists, these elitists, the secret societies of the world, they are almost all totally into pedophilia. Remember Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> had all the elites of the world coming to his island to abuse children. If you ever had those lists, I bet you'd be most of our leaders in America and throughout the world. Because once they get them to the island once, the globalists, in video, what they have done, they're in total control of those politicians forever. We'll let the video go public if you don't do exactly what we say. That's what this thing is all about. Why? Because it's the ultimate satanic act to defile and abuse something that is so innocent and pure. It's the thing Satan values more than anything. The abuse and violation of innocence and purity. And so that's why they're all into that. And that's why they're trying to normalize it. Right now, you even hear them calling pedophiles, people that abuse children, oh, they're minor attracted. That's, I mean, see, it's all transitioning right now to bring the plus in where they can put the P on there instead of just have a plus because they know it might be a bridge too far for some people right now. That's what they're doing. That's what this evil is all about. All the satanic cults are into pedophilia and child sacrifice. I was watching some documentaries from former CIA agents investigating Satanism in America. And they said throughout California in the hills, we would find altars where they had sacrificed human beings all through the canyons and things all throughout California. And that's been over the last 30, 40 years. This is a common practice. The, the children missing are not missing. They didn't get lost. They were kidnapped. They're, they're human trafficking. They're, they're selling them. 
They're sacrificing them. I know this is dark and heavy, but this is the world we're in. We have to realize how evil it is. So we come out of our little fairy tale and start standing for the truth, start living a clean, pure life, because we don't want to even be close to any of that. We don't want to be playing footsies with evil that is destroying mankind and our children and our country and everything else. I'm just telling you, if you're a Christian watching this, you need to clean up your life. You need to look at what you do, the movies you watch, the music you listen to, the books you read, the way you spend your time. Is it lining up with this spiritual battle we're in? Is it lining up with that? Where people would look at your life and go, yes, he's in the battle. He understands it is a battle. He understands how evil the evil is. And so he's on the side of right. Clearly, he's standing for the truth. He is disgusted and repulsed by the evil the world's trying to sell to us. Of course, Hollywood's trying to candy coat it. They give you this great story in a movie, and then they throw in these perversions of truth and this vile stuff and this blasphemy of God. And you're supposed to go, well, yeah, it was still a pretty good movie, though. You can't do that in this battle or you will be a victim, a casualty in this battle. So in starting to wrap up, the drag queens and the transgender push are to finally say no to all societal restraint. They want to do as thou wilt, <laughs> just like the Satanists say, because they are Satanist. And so... The Bible says, if you lead one of these little ones astray, it'd be better for you to tie a millstone around your neck and be drowned in the depths of the sea. You know, a 5,000 pound millstone tied you down, just ripping you to the bottom of the ocean. He goes, that'd be far better fate than what you have coming if you've done this. And I know God is pleased when we stand and we say, no, we're standing against this evil. There's so many of the groups that we'll get into in the future, but Skull and Bones, the Bushes, of course, we're heavily into that. As you study that more in detail, the casket that they put the members in inside their little crypt thing that they have there on Yale University campus, they leave them in there until they've had interaction with demons. And when they've had interaction with demons, they know, okay, they're one of ours. And we're going to do everything to put them into positions of power to take over the world. And of course, the entire Bush family was into that. The Bohemian Grove, most of the top world leaders, presidents, vice presidents, senators, leaders all over the world, they go to those meetings where they're summoning the spirit and they're involved in the cult. They're worshiping this huge owl, which is a symbol of Satan. It's a cult that is wanting to rule the world, the Luciferians. Remember Saul Alinsky in his book, Rules for Radicals, which is their field manual. He dedicates it to Lucifer, the first radical. I mean, they some know clearly what they're doing. Others just love being involved because of the power and money that they get. I mean, but Hollywood, Washington, D.C., they're into this stuff. The, the, the documentary we had a year ago, um, on here to watch out of the shadows where the stuntman, the one of the most famous stuntmen of all time from Hollywood, he made this documentary saying it is evil. They're into cannibalism. They're into vile stuff. This is the guy that did Superman and Batman and Spider-Man and 
watch that documentary. I only recommend for men to watch it. It's so vile. But out of the shadows, it's this is a guy right in the middle of it. Go, this is satanic, this whole thing. But God told us that. It's a spiritual battle, which means everything is either in obedience and following God and the Holy Spirit or Satan, whether they know it or not. That's the battle we're in. And so that's the battle. We must stop them from destroying our children. And we need to pay attention because they think, oh, we're never going to wake up. We're never going to pay attention. We're never going to fight back. But we're starting to. What happened is they got control of education, media, entertainment, and most religions. And they thought, we got this. It's over. But something happened. God allowed something to come about 30 years ago, the invention of the internet. And all of a sudden, people like myself and others that had something to say that was important and was true, they had a platform where they could start to communicate to 10, 20, 100, 1,000 people. And some of those people rose up where they had millions of people listening. And so all of a sudden they rose, oh, we can't control all the information now. And the blessing of that is over the last 10 years, especially hundreds of millions worldwide have awakened and gone, what in the world's going on? And they can now find what's going on because there hasn't been complete censorship yet. They didn't have the technology to read every video and every posting and everything to see what's misinformation and what's disinformation. They're getting close to that stage. And that's the stage they have to have. You cannot have the truth out there when people are trying to sell a lie because you'll see the lie is a lie. Now, in closing here, America's founders were the first to lay out clearly in human society how God had designed things to be. They'd studied all the civilizations that had existed in the Bible, and they understood man is created in the image of God. Therefore, he is priceless in value and has certain inalienable rights that cannot be changed or taken away by anyone. That was a principle, a biblical principle that they instilled in this country. And any government that tries to infringe on these rights and put themselves in the place of God to remove the rights he has given all men is illegitimate. They were the first ones to say, no, it's not legitimate government when they are putting themselves above God's laws. God's laws are the key. Morality is so vital to everything. Our founders said that. Our constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. Samuel Adams. Why is that true? Because the way they were setting up the government where it was under the people, it was the servant, the public servant, and man was responsible to God and God alone. And you had people beneath you, the government, there only to protect your God-given rights and to make sure there was law and order so you didn't have to get back and have vengeance against those that had done something against you. It was just to create a system of law and order to protect you individually, but they knew if you're not moral and you have no one over you at all and you're not going to respect God, you're not going to fear God and keep his commandments, you will destroy yourself. And of course, that's what we've seen in America. 
Morality is eternal. It's always relative to every person and place. And God is the only one who has the authority to define it. And that, of course, is what the Bible is all about. We must be moral to be free. And that's why, here's a key thing I want you to take away from this. That's why the globalists are working to create immorality in every way possible. They know from natural law, they've seen how the universe works. They've seen how civilizations work. And they realize people that are following God, we're not going to be able to control them. We're not going to be able to, to so create dependency where they are worshiping us instead of God. We're not going to be able to do that. So that's why they've done that. Immoral people must be governed, and they know that. They want to collapse all the systems and institutions so the people need them for survival. That's the place we're going. Moral people create free societies because you don't need a lot of laws. You don't need anyone over the people because God is over them and they know it and they know they will stand before them. So they do what is right and they become incredibly free and prosperous. Immoral people, their lives are completely falling apart. When you're having your third child and you're not married, it's unraveling. When you've had surgery to try to make yourself the opposite sex, when that's not possible, when you're eight years old, your life is going to be a mess, period. It's going to be a train wreck. And they know that. And people whose lives are falling apart, they need all the help they can get. They have worked so hard to make sure the children don't know the difference between right and wrong. They've also really worked to push a concept to us that many of us have bought into, but it's a lie. They have pushed the concept that if something is legal, it is moral. And that is a total lie. Legality does not equate to morality. Just like when they said a woman has a right to have an abortion, did that make it, oh, it's, 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 it's legal. No, it didn't make it right. It's still murdering your child. God's laws are the only laws that have authority, and they're only ones that are just. You know, they said, oh, homosexuals can get married and, and do whatever they want, and there's nothing wrong with that. God said, no, that's sin. So it's still sin. They want to be condoned by the state, but God is still damning them by what they're doing. Transgenderism, of course, it's satanic. But they're trying to act like, no, this is their rights. How dare you? You're immoral for standing against them. Satan always flips everything on its head because he is the father of lies. And we need to always be aware of that too. Here's the good news though. Like I said a little bit earlier, millions are awakening. Um, and we need to direct them and ourselves to repentance and action. We need to, as we see this battle of good and evil, and evil is just taking off the face mask where we're seeing how evil it really is. We need to be on the side of truth and righteousness. And so we need to encourage those around us um, to, to repent of the things they've done that's played into this, that's minimized how evil evil is. Ah, oh, it's not that big a deal and things like that. It's such a big deal. You're deciding what side you are on in this battle. And, and then we need to take action. They're desperate and evil, so the battle is going to intensify. They will never give up 
and they know how close they are to losing control. They see the millions waking up right now, and they're trying to just put their head down and go faster and harder. We're right at that pivotal moment, and we are the warriors for truth. You young people watching this, I know I have a lot of homeschoolers and things that watch these. Do you understand if you told God, I'm all in, what do you want me to do with my life? Right now, in the most pivotal time in the history of the world, and he chose you to be born for such a time as this. And me, every one of you, I don't care what your age, you're here right now purposefully. It's not an accident or, well, that's just the way it went. No, God picked you. you. That should make you feel very special. But that should make you realize I'm not here just to have fun or to do what I like. That's not why we're on this earth. We're on this earth to be engaged in this spiritual battle for truth. We need to have all the armor on so we're not a sitting duck for their lies, for their deceptions, for their misinformation, their disinformation, their deceit, their wickedness. We need to pull the cover back so we can spiritually see the truth of what is happening all around us. The world needs us as Christians to stand, to be an example, to be a light, to be the salt that preserves righteousness and exposes with our light the darkness and the evil that they're hiding in the shadows. And we need to do that. And I just want to encourage you. I know this is a serious time, but again, the election's next week. Maybe God will bless our efforts there, but we can't let up ever. As long as we're living, our whole goal is to glorify God by obeying what he's asked us to do and standing for the truth because he is the truth. Our verse for this week is Ephesians 6, 11. We've memorized in the past verse 10 and verse 12, so this will add to that, but here it is. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, the tricks of the devil. You got to put the armor on. Memorize that. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. He is in this battle and he is after you. He, he walketh about the earth seeking whom he may devour. Okay, you need to have the armor on and you need to be meditating on God's word, his principles, and then asking him, what would you have me to do? Again, I think, I think there's a lot of good going on throughout the world. And I'm excited to find out what happens in Brazil, what happens next week in our elections. Um, but regardless, God is doing things all over. We want to be part of that. And we want to be prepared for the battle that is before us. But I appreciate you so much. Thank you for watching and helping us in what we do. And until next week, God bless you.